Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Three in a Bar. My name is Seb Philpott. My name is Verity Simmons, and here's a little bonus for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, yeah. Now, this is an episode that we did put out to the Patreon members club and usually you know every week we've got a little bonus page oh my god sorry i just hit a table (laughs) that's nice added archer style sound effects yeah lovely okay anyway we we have an extra uh, episode every week as as you know um and uh well usually it's exclusive to the patreons but this week we thought it was a very good um extra bit of chat so we thought we'd stick it out to the general public you lucky things and maybe it might convince you to join the Patreon. There is a link down below in the description of this podcast. Go on. Go try on. It out. Why not? It's you not won't get expensive. this lucky every week, you know. This is just this once. Or maybe it's happened a few times before, but you know <laughs> it, what we it mean. Might, yeah, it might happen again. <laughs> but, uh, well, we won't go into it now because no. we're, you're going to hear the Patreon and that includes all the information you need to know. But link down below if you want to join the Patreon and support Three in a Bar. Go we love on. you anyway. But we go do. On. Come go on. on. So okay. uh, here we are to explain what we're doing. <laughs> hey guys, this is the Patreon Extra podcast for Mike Lewis. Yeah, more yeah, Mike. Right. Sax, bass, yeah. Bonnie Bear, yeah. etc. Minnesota, and Eau Claire. Lots yeah. of words. Yes. Northern Exposure, <laughs> the TV show. Yes. I watched a clip of Northern Exposure the other day. And what did you make of it? Bonnie Vare to each other. And it's so wholesome and lovely. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It, I, wanna, I think I'm going to start watching it. Uh, so anyway, this is the, the, all, the, all the scrapings off the floor, off the, um, <laughs> off the counter, just, just like brought towards you with a, with a, a cupped hand, with a bag <laughs> held just under the edge. And it all goes into the bag. Shake Tipped in. And then we pour it into your ears. Now, this is, um, we actually, to be honest, got to be honest with you, haven't edited this bit yet. Um, oh, that's exciting. You've that's got exciting. fun times ahead. But I can't remember what is in this bit, but it's about 15 minutes worth of stuff. Yeah. I'll fade in and out between sections. Lovely. So you can, um, you can hear when it's the end of one bit, but it might just suddenly begin something else. And uh, that's how this <laughs> that's, is going to work. That's the nature and of this wonderful thing, I this imagine, wonderful bag. Is, and I, I imagine it's probably something where I'm slightly embarrassing because I'm saying how much uh, I love uh, Bonnie Bear. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, and I've got a feeling I go down some wormholes in this as well, and it's not altogether yeah. good news. But there we are. I have a feeling we mentioned Swindon. <laughs> I feel like we did too. <laughs> okay, we'll keep listening to find out. Great. Here we go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You were saying that when we first saw you on this meeting, uh, you were saying about sort of learning about, you know, recording yourself and that sort mm. of stuff. Is that a new thing for you, this, um, uh, this pandemic? Engineering is, yeah, for sure. Engineering, um, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, that's been, yeah, that's definitely been the other part is that's been really rewarding is actually getting to a point where, you know, 
an old dog actually learning a new trick and just shocking myself that it's possible, you know? So like, uh, just cause for the longest time, fundamentally I understood like what was going on with pro tools and I could look at somebody else driving and be like, yeah, sure. I, I sort of understand what's going on there. But then if I ever try to sit down and just like, you know, just whatever it's, 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 a, it, I, it kind of blows my mind every time I sit down and I'm like, yeah, I know how to open a new track and I know how to plug in a microphone route all the, you know, like, I don't know. So there's been a bunch of, uh, a bunch of different things, um, you know, that I've done, smaller things or bigger things or whatever, just recording wise for, uh, for people that I've done all in my silly little room and, you know, figuring out how to make it sound good. And, and, and that's the interesting part is that like, it has to, cause I'm an expert at that, you know, like after having recorded so many, you know, it's like, I can't like, you know, anything that doesn't sound good is immediately apparent to me. So then I just get really, again, with the only child mind, I get like really meticulous about like, nope, that won't do. How do I fix this? You know? So it's been really cool figuring out how to do that. You know? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's really easy to just get obsessed when you're recording on your own, just Mm -hmm. yourself over every single note. And you go, yeah, but I can do that better. Do that better. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, it, takes, <laughs> it takes hours just to record like 16 bars for someone. <laughs> totally, totally. So true. Yep, no I've money. definitely gotten down that rabbit hole before. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to, but... <laughs> yeah. Did you record um, remotely for Please Don't Live in Fear? Was that all of you recording separately? Or I bl- you- yes, yeah, it was actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, or at least at least I, I know that what I did for that was was definitely just here, and that was really early on. Like you know, yeah. I've gotten way better at it since then. But oh. <laughs> but, but, uh, but but yeah, yeah, that was. It's yep. yeah, a beautiful track. It's gorgeous, and yeah, it's, it's but you've managed to raise loads of money, I gather, as well from this, which is brilliant. Good. Well done. That's, that's, awesome. Thank, <laughs> that's <great> excellent. Yeah. <laughs> just happy to be involved. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's not really a sort of consumer version of it, is there? It's it requires so much processing power that Messina that there's not like an easy plug-in you can get. Which not like that I'm home, not that there? I'm aware of yet. I mean, I guess no. probably the closest version would be like a, a vocoder, you know, like like on an yeah. old you know on an old '70s synth or something with a little mic coming up where you you're mouthing words while you're you know it's yeah, like yeah. it's somewhat similar to that. You know, it's just yeah. like a like a yeah. different. I don't know. It could easily be that, like the lead line, which is like your dry sound, mm. sounds like a sax, but then the rest sounds a little bit synthetic. Yep. But it sounds exactly the same. And like, I remember the first time I ever heard that track mm. on the record, yeah. I just thought it was a sax ensemble. Uh-huh, yeah, sure, sure, like, sure. All, all playing perfectly, like phrasing together. Oh, I thought, well, well they're that really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> phrasing together with yourself. Right. Uh, yeah, I find, I find that hard too. But um, yeah, it. It, it somehow it just is so good that it just sounds like all the same person. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how you do that. I, I, you know, and, and that's the thing. That it's like, um, it's a signal chain at the end of the day, you know, like, like, I mean, it's, it's where it's taking an initial signal and firing it somewhere. Um, yeah. Like slightly more technically. I think what it does is whatever note I send gets auto tuned to like so hard that it, like oh, any right. note that I play becomes a C, let's say, you know, you pick what oh, key it's going right. to be in, but it just gets hard auto tuned down to that one note. Then okay. that's how you're able to play it across any of the other ones, you know, because then they then uh. they send that single pitch out to uh, a multiphonic, you know, or a, um, 
polyphony, you know, like like whatever to a what are the right words? I don't know. Anyway, um, just to <laughs> yeah. to, a, to a MIDI controller. Then for therefore he can you know whoever's playing it can play any of them, you know. So wow. But yeah. then it's you know, I mean, what's happening is so drastic that um, like it works really well if like the source sound is in a is in a. Um, in a booth or something like that where there's no other sound trying to figure out how to do it on stage was a process you know I mean, like, yes. that's why i have like i have that isolation thing in front of the mic to try uh, to help with that you know yeah. and then like um and then there's all sorts of you know crazy magic whatever they're doing in the box and computer to try to to eq and make it possible that you know yeah to to, to have it not go wild so yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. One of the first touring cycles we had this, uh, our way of doing it was to, um, we put all of the amps behind the stage in these isolation um, cabinets. And and, um, and it was a really cool idea because uh, um, then you could bring out like studio quality microphones as opposed to, you know, like, because you could get such perfect isolation on all of them. And, and you know, and so like the sound that you were able to hear out front was very different from, from most, you know, like live shows. And the only thing there, you know, like we learned in time, the trade-off was exactly that was like, oh yeah, but where's my amp? <laughs> like I can't stand in front of this thing. Uh, I can't get any air moving. And so you like, you know, so uh, like, so the solution was to put um, drivers like on these platforms that we stand on to try to get them to, you know, so you could at least physically feel something, you know? Um, and so now we do all of that. Now we've got our amps again. Plus we have these like, you know, drivers that kind of make the actual thing you're standing on, you know, feel like something too. And, you know. So then you moved back to Minneapolis. Yes. Yep. Basically. And then I've basically been playing with, with bands and things since. Yeah. You? Yep. Um, yeah, I moved back and, uh, happy Apple hit a certain stride, um, in the like late nineties, early two thousands that like, um, we were doing really well, um, locally. And then at a certain point signed to universal jazz France and, and like, um, did a lot of touring in, in, uh, France especially, but like in Europe and, um, and then, uh, Fakid Wednesdays actually did some of that as well, all through this, uh, record producer, Jean Richard, who is, a uh, um, who kind of connected us via the, you know, like, I don't know. So yeah, a bunch of that stuff in my twenties. And then like when Dave, the drummer for happy apple, uh, when the bad plus started, which is a group that's had like a pretty, pretty large amount of success. Um, like he got, ended up getting really busy with that. And then that's the point at which I kind of weirdly rode coattails into Andrew bird's band. Like it's like the point at which I joined that band was like the absolute maximum of my ability uh, to play the bass guitar was spent every night. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like at the beginning of that, like, you know, and like Andrew to his credit was like, you know, um, he, ha- he was already playing with my friends, Jeremy Ilvisacker and Marty Dosh. Um, and they had such a familial, they had such a good feeling going that he wanted to protect that as much as he wanted like a great bass player, you know? So I think that's how, you know, you know, like I, I, I cared a lot about music and, you know, and, and he'd think he recognized that and that I was good enough at bass to not completely fall all over myself for a while. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. So that, yeah. so that was, that was a weird, that was a hard left, you know I mean? Like I definitely had a lot of people looking at me funny for suddenly I was playing bass in a rock band, 
you know, whereas I'd been a jazz saxophonist for like as long as anybody knew me. And yeah. <laughs> weird, weird career choice that I'm really glad I made. So I was looking up earlier the Eau Claire um, music scene uh, because I, I read in an interview you were saying about saying about it. So I was Googling and uh, the first thing, I, for a while I was talking about saying great live venues and things, but I came across this thing which said um, top 10 things in Eau Claire, things that it's known for. Mm. And I'm just interested to know. I'll okay. give you one, which is live music, okay? That okay. was number one on the list. <laughs> uh-huh. But I wonder how many more from the top 10 Things that Eau Claire is known for, you can name. Okay. I've got the list right here. Oh, God. Well, oh, yeah. um, Eau Claire. Oh, yeah. God. See, now I'm going to get myself in trouble. Like, you know, oh, it's hilarious. Nutty. There's some great ones on here. I, things I was like, I really did not know what they were. So, yeah. yeah um, I mean, and, and, you know, like, frankly, I don't, it's like as close as the Twin Cities are to Eau Claire. It's, it's <laughs> like, you know, it's funny how there's not a lot, like, you know, I definitely didn't spend a lot of time there. It's more like oh, you're you distancing yourself from. I am just. Dis- yeah, I'm, I'm carefully giving myself an out here. Um, like, yeah, what else would be known for? I don't know. The music program at the college was was definitely like when I was a kid. That was well known. Yeah. Bob Baca and like whatever it was. Um, but yeah, wh- which publication are we reading this top ten from? Are you gonna give me that much? I mean, God, I don't know. I mean, Google <laughs> from, from, yeah, from, from the Google Herald, the, the internet. Okay. Um, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But there's a there's a kind of there's a sport on there which I've never heard of before. I wonder if you'll oh, know. Okay, um, it's like bowling. Yeah, is it begins the one with, with the, K? Is it the one in the yard with the sticks? What it's is called that Coob. called? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's yep, yep. Totally. I didn't. I didn't. I definitely did not know the first thing about Coob until hanging out with all the Scotty boys. Like, yeah, it's on the top ten. Top ten things that makes Um, sense to me. They've got. There's some nice local attractions. There's the Eau Claire Sculpture Tour. (laughs) That must. That that must be. That must be lovely. (laughs) There's the local store on Volume One Gallery. Okay, that makes me. I'm aware of that at least. Um, there is also the Dells Mill and Museum. <laughs> nope. Don't know. No, uh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Just really failing. <laughs> yeah. Wining and dining. No Wining clue. and dining. Is yeah, that good? No. I mean, do, is there a good drink and food scene? Oh, you could, <laughs> you could definitely, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, there are, uh, it is Wisconsin, and there are bars. There are a great many of them. <laughs> They are very characterful and fantastic. Uh, the joint is <laughs> quite possibly my favorite bar in America. Um, oh, really? And, and, yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. you know that's there. Like, um, yeah. So, so, yeah. You wouldn't you would have a hard time finding a decent place to to have a couple <laughs> drinks. You know, that's that's never going to be an issue. But but uh, right, great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah food wise, um, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But- Local specialities? What have they got? Is there any anything oh, delicious? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Egg Rolls Plus is this uh, spot that mm. I was end up going that has like good pho. Has um, and then like what are the other spots we always go? Um, oh gosh, you should be asking Justin this shit, man. Like he, <laughs> he's he's got all of his favorites. We, I remember we used to go eat breakfast at this place called the Maple Manor. That's like a one story motel that has this weird. It, it's hard to explain. It's like you're walking into like a perfect David Lynch set or something. It's just oh, perfect. Really? It's like exactly, you know, 
it's just exactly right for some reason, you know, and you get, yes. your, you get your greasy spoon breakfast and like, and now I haven't been there in years, so I don't, I don't have any idea. I can't remember. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know if it's still like, I'll, I'll say that you usually didn't feel good once you left, but you still would go back and enjoy yourself. You know, like, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But the joint, the so joint's I, probably my favorite place in Eau Claire. I, I did just hands down. That, that bar is incredible and amazing people and, you know, it's cool. Excellent. That makes too. up. That makes up for you not knowing the local store in Volume One Gallery. Yeah, I'm gonna fail. <laughs> I, I, I promise. I'm very sorry, uh, from Claire. I'm sorry that I still don't know your ways. <laughs> but I get it's a bit of a distance, is there between like hour and a half? Center. Yeah, about, oh, about right. an hour and a half by car. Not 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 too mm. far, but but uh, okay. but enough that you know, like uh, yeah, you're you're making a plan to go there. You know, like you yeah, it's yeah, like sure. me, me giving Verity a quiz about Swindon. Well, go on. Like... I mean, feel free. I can answer many questions about Swindon. So, if you... <laughs> really? <laughs> no, they've got an excellent water park there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oasis. It's great. That's <laughs> nice. That's great. <laughs> Did you ever go down the path of doing any teaching? And do you now? I do, it, and it's really infrequent. Um, and um, which I, I. I wish it was more, but I'm, I end up being so busy that it's, it's hard, you know, but like, like I'll end up teach. I love teaching and I, and who I end up teaching ends up being the people that, um, <laughs> that have the patience to track me down and persistence, <laughs> you know, because like I'm, I'm I've never really been much of a social media person. And now I am completely all the way out of that situation. Like, yeah. um, like I have a thing, you know, like a Instagram and a, I think I maybe have one other thing I haven't canceled, but I don't ever look at them. So it's kind of <laughs> like somebody's got to get a hold of somebody that'll get a hold of me, and then I'll apologize five times for forgetting to get back to them. And then eventually, if they're still there, then I get to teach, and you know, and I and I and I do love it. I really like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. It became important to me to not rely on uh, not rely on it as a uh, source of income. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like just because it like, doesn't it feels too important for. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. Like I watched, I definitely had friends that I watched like end up burning out and like, can't really think of anything more important than teaching <laughs> or like, or being the right kind of teacher for somebody yeah, who's quite. hungry enough to, you know, like, so yeah. So yeah. I, I have this huge reverence for it, which is probably why it doesn't happen all the time. But Yeah. Cause it's like such a nurturing role, isn't it? And like you say, it's really hard if it, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and just getting your, I mean, getting yourself out of the way. Yeah. I feel like that's the, like, um, you know, like I think learning is more important than teaching, <laughs> you know, like it, like, and so like, um, somebody who's trying to track down this knowledge, I think the best version of somebody as a teacher is like, just that you have a little bit more experience and you've done a lot of thinking about it. So like student, so to speak, comes to you, you can provide a bunch of different reference points, you know? But like, yeah. soon, but it's so easy to accidentally also get your ego in there, you know, like and and like yeah. start talking about the right way to do things, and that's that ain't you know, like I don't know. So everybody's got to find their own thing, and it doesn't have to be via the same means as anybody else, or you know. Well, there you go. That was the Patreon bonus episode. More Mike. More Mike Lewis. There's never too much. Never, never too much. Go on, check out his many projects. Yeah. And Eau Claire, by the way. It looks lovely, even though he oh, didn't yeah. seem to know so much about it. I no. now do, having done the research. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and also, as he says, you should be asking Justin Vernon this stuff. So maybe one day 
we will be asking Justin. I hope so. <laughs> Justin, if you're listening, get in touch. We'd love to chat to you. We'd like to ask you that stuff. And uh, I'm sure, you know, we will spend most of it talking about the, the tourist industry in Eau Claire. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about music too. A little bit. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah so thanks for listening everyone that was a little bonus bit and if you'd like to join our patreon it is possible by clicking the link down below go on as a very noisy car drives past somebody is frantically dashing home so they can join our patreon i think they are i could tell just from the way they're driving yeah anyway, erratically um, guys thanks a lot uh we won't keep you any longer uh see you next episode on three in a bar Bye. bye 